Yeah, my experience has been tremendous um, and it's been very challenging, um, you know, being in quarantine here in New York um, in my one bedroom apartment with my dog um, and navigating being laid off due to the fact that the work I was doing was to build to a conference, which, you know, is something we can't do right now as a society. Yeah. Um, and then understanding, you know, um, what is my next step and, and really thinking through that. Welcome to the Reimagining Impact podcast presented by Let's Care in collaboration with Seed Spot. My name is Matt Scott, and today I am joined by a very special guest. My name is Kirsten Nimmo. I'm the founder and managing director of GoodWorks, which, which is a social innovation consultancy based in New York. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to dive in and hear more about your path and your journey and your story, um, especially as it relates to this year, because I know this year was an impactful one for you, for your business. But to start, what was life like for you before this year started and especially before the pandemic? Yeah, this year has been a very interesting one for all of us. Yeah. And my life was very different um, when this year began. Um, I was working with a company called Kindred that was building a social impact conference for uh, brands, nonprofits, and influencers. And I was really inspired by their vision because they believe that influencers have a unique role to play when it comes to impact, but they tend to be used as a, a tool by brands um, and in a more transactional nature. So the work that we were doing there was connecting them into impact conversations um, with some really awesome brands and allowing those influencers to learn direct from the source, from the experts, from activists and thought leaders, and then teach what they've learned to their followers um, to really activate and connect with the audiences that follow them because you know those people resonate with them. Um, so that's what I was focused on. I have um, a very deep experience working at agencies. Um, a lot of my career has been at creative agencies, digital agencies, and I really launched my career in New York there um, in around 2012 and um, was really just called to continue to bring impact into my work because I'm just a very community-based person. Um, and prior to um, starting that work, I had been very involved in organizations like uh, the Chamber of Commerce and Rotary and um, you know lots of community-based organizations that I had connected with. But uh, as you learn when you join an agency in New York, you don't have as much time to do things like that. Um, so I felt really compelled to figure out how could I bring impact into my work. Um, and so before social impact was like such a popular coin fit phrase, I was really working with my clients to understand, you know, how can you be going deeper on these campaigns and how can you really be um, resonating with your consumers by understanding what's valuable to them truly. Um, and so ended up doing that a lot, pitched in uh, and uh, pitched in a new division of the agency that I was at, um, a great agency called Deep Focus and worked directly with their CEO to launch that division. And since then had been, you know, just on a tirade to ensure that impact was what I was able to focus on. And that took a variety of forms um, between full-time and also consulting. Is there something that you kind of look to as the narrative for when your impact journey began? Yeah, it's hard for me to say exactly when it began. I think that I just have the type of personality where if I if I see something that I feel needs to change, I try to see how that can happen. Mm -hmm. It's difficult for me to watch and witness things that uh, should be improved and could be done better. Um, and uh, just systems that need to change and 
people that need to be better represented, like to watch that happen and not, um, you know, try to change that. And I think that the combination of communities that I was in touch with that um, I felt I could help to impact change with, and then also working with very, um, you know, huge corporate brands that had more money than is easy to understand and process. Um, and also working in social media and using digital tools for storytelling and campaign building and seeing how real change could happen, um, you know, when those campaigns were constructed towards corporate goals and towards sales goals. Yeah. And I would just think like if we could use this same tool, you know, to benefit a certain community or to push a certain initiative forward that would, you know, change the world for people, um, you know, why can't we do that? And that's really what pushed me to just try to bring it into the work and, and we were able to make that happen. And um, one of the first times that I saw that come to life was through work I was doing with Purina. Um, and I had actually been running social for them and some different campaigns. Um, and, you know, they're a part of the Nestle portfolio, one of the hugest conglomerates in the world, um, and brought to their attention the fact that in New York City, there were no pet friendly domestic violence shelters, which is such an interesting thing to think about and yeah. something that, you know, you wouldn't really think about it unless you dig into it. But mm -hmm. um, I actually came across an organization called the Urban Resource Institute that was trying to make that possible due to the fact that many people who enter the shelter system, um, you know, they have pets and then some will not go because they can't bring their pet. And also in homes where there's domestic violence, there's also um, harm towards those animals. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, it was just such an interesting and niche kind of concern, but something really important. Um, and being able to pull that impact uh, focus into the corporate work and bring that to Purina's attention led to, um, you know, the, um, the the first pet-friendly New York City-based uh, domestic violence shelters, which have continued to grow since that project started. So it's been really awesome to see when you when you bring uh, corporate influence into impact, you know, what is possible. And it's just so great to see the world catching on to that and that's being replicated, you know, across all kinds of industries and sectors. For me personally, it's cool to hear about that work because like a lot of what, how I've spent my free time now in the last decade has been in the sexual violence world. And, you know, sometimes it's interesting because like, I wouldn't have thought about pets in domestic violence shelters, but that really shows, at least for me, the power of having like a different perspective and different viewpoint. But I want to dive into this year, into the pandemic and into all that has happened. What has your experience been like? The pandemic actually has so much to do with uh, where I am right now in leading Good Works and founding it. And I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for it. Um, so losing my opportunity with um, Kindred allowed me to take a step back and to just think, you know, what do I treasure doing? What makes me the happiest? And how do I want to move forward? And the, um, the, the rise of the pandemic and um, the changes it brought to everyone's life, as we all know, then shifted into a wave of civil rights movements across the country. Mm -hmm. And it really made me think about the unique capabilities I have being a Black American and also having social impact and brand strategy expertise. And so that really encouraged me having that time to not be working and be absorbing everything that was happening, uh, to be communicating with people that, you know, I'm connected with and to hear the questions that were coming up and people feeling really stuck and not knowing how to change what was happening. 
um, and feeling like I just had a lot to contribute and that there was a lot of opportunity to combine my personal experience with my professional expertise. Um, so the pandemic is really what inspired me to dig in and launch Good Works. And I had time, I was home, <laughs> you know, and like I decided to dig in and figure out. Uh, you know, what this organization could offer. And what we're really deeply focused on is allyship. And so mm -hmm. when I talked about working with brands and nonprofits, um, really helping um, each of those parties to understand how they can amplify, um, you know, allyship and also how to explore different sectors when it comes to the topic. I feel like allyship can be a very complicated undertaking for people. And um, it feels like if you Google it, you know, there's so many results, there's so many resources, there's so many people talking about it. Um, and so, I really wanted to find a turnkey way for people to get involved. And we hear about all these brands that were making really big commitments and you know pledging all this money, but where exactly is it going and how is it being used? And so I was thinking, you know, what solution can I provide? And what I've built, and I'm really excited to be actually uh, working on a partnership with Verizon Media in this vein at this time, which is so exciting, um, is to really help um, companies understand um, how they can think about their sector and allyship. Um, I'm, I'm building Black creative teams to help build these narratives and to help bring these truths um, to larger audiences um, and to, to really help them dig in and think about allyship within the work they do so that their employees and their audience can have a, a more specific way to look at it versus the entire uh, landscape, which is so overwhelming. Yeah, it's powerful even just hearing that. How did you realize or when did you realize your power or your superpower as a as a black woman in this in this space? Um, and I ask this as a as a black man, because I feel like sometimes when we're in it, it's like it's hard to realize all of your value. And we do have so much value we bring. Yeah, that's such a great question. And I totally agree and have experience, you know, that feeling. Yeah. Um, to the first part of your question, Seedspot absolutely was a part of how I got to where I am because um, before the pandemic, I had signed up to uh, be a co-leader for a Seedspot two-day launch camp that was for our entrepreneurs in the Virgin Islands. And I grew up uh, half there and half in the States. Mm -hmm. And so I feel very connected to that community. Before I started my career in New York, that's where I was doing marketing work and very involved in the community there. Um, and so I was really thrilled to do that and had no idea that when that would actually happen, it was supposed to be in person in the Virgin Islands and it turned out to have to be transitioned to a virtual experience. Mm -hmm. um, so I was leading the launch camp, which was over, I think, a two week period um, since we had to translate that a little bit differently um, as I was experiencing everything that we were all experiencing, being quarantined, observing what was happening outside um, and thinking about how I could contribute or be part and what my next steps were. And so the um, the fact that I was actually walking entrepreneurs who had purpose and impact um, you know, in mind when thinking about their businesses, I was walking them through a curriculum um, and the Seedspot curriculum is so great at just helping you, you know, really break apart your idea and workshop it and then bring it back together. And so I noticed that as I was speaking with them and coaching them, I was workshopping something of my own. Yeah. And so once the session uh, was concluded, I decided to take the workbook and do all the exercises based on what I felt like I could build. And that really helped me to, um, you know, come up with the concept for good works and exactly how to position it and brand it. Um, but as far as your question regarding the value, that is something that, um, you know, is, is so important to understand. And um, I think that my work at agencies really helped me to understand the perspective that I brought to the table that was not there, um, given a lack of diversity. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, 
I feel very strongly about uh, creating opportunity for people of color and for uh, diversity of thought, you know, diversity in every way possible in all work environments. Um, but I, I realized that the, the ideas that I was bringing to the table were not there. Um, and that was because there was so much uniformity in um, you know, who was represented, where talent was coming from, um, the uh, circles that recruiters were recruiting yeah. from. And I feel like you know, Black culture, Black people are excellent and should you know, be offered every opportunity and bring tremendous value. Um, and diversity brings tremendous value across the board. Um, so I think it's so important for people to be aware of that. And when given the opportunity, you know, we can really feel that. Wow, that's and it's it's powerful even to hear that from you because I I also have experience in the agency world in a digital marketing agency when I first started my career. And I experienced that too as the only black person at times or one of the only couple of black people depending at the point in time uh, and the staff and and i think that you know it's the issues are so glaring at times that i think sometimes it's like we can't even ignore the reality of it we can't even uh, overlook our unique contribution and our excellence that we bring to the table i see my story and your story and i appreciate that a lot it, it, we're still at a place, thankfully, where companies feel like they need to prioritize impact, of course, um, but also where they need to prioritize inclusion and perspectives like ours. And so I'm curious where where everything is now. Yeah, um, I am thrilled about the fact that Good Works has the opportunity to change the narrative or contribute to changing the narrative in this country mm -hmm. um, around the Black experience in America and how systemic injustice really has um, impacted our experience and our past. Um, but where we are now is in a place to pivot and to rally up the troops around how um, allyship and real, um, you know, real commitment to anti-racism can change the trajectory of how things move in this country. Um, you know, we all are living and understanding the reality of how pivotal this moment is, um, how shaky our political leadership is. Um, but I'm excited about the fact that the way things that things broke over the pandemic when it came to social justice. Um, really pushed these issues to the forefront and has made them a priority. And so when I'm speaking with companies, there is even more, um, you know, there's even more desire to jump into these things that are uncomfortable, embrace yeah. them, understand the role that they can play and really think about actionable, measurable steps, um, you know, because it's it's not the time for performative, um, you know, acts and um, thinking about the consumers of the future and of the current, like Gen Z doesn't, you know, doesn't, isn't fooled uh, by companies pretending to be committed to things. And in general, um, our culture is demanding that. And so it's a very exciting time to be engaging with brands and with large organizations that have that potential impact. Yeah, and I, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are looking at your story, Kirsten, and who, who are like, how is she doing this? Like she was laid off at the start of the pandemic, is now an entrepreneur who's really just only getting getting started and making waves with, with good works. Were there any challenges in particular that came up? Absolutely. And I know that this may sound like it's easy, but it absolutely has not been. This has been a journey. Um, I first started consulting after having a burnout from working way too much, um, having a very unbalanced work-driven lifestyle. Um, so I would say maybe six or seven years ago, I decided to take a step back. And actually a doctor told me that I needed to take a step back from work because mm -hmm. I was just really going way too hard and not caring for myself. 
Um, and that after coming out of that was the first time that I did consulting work. And that was such a scary move for me. Um, but I knew I needed to do it in order to control, you know, how much I was taking on and being able to create balance and learn how to continue to have balance in my life. Um, so, you know, consulting was my first step into entrepreneurship. It taught me how to brand myself, how to understand what, what services I wanted to offer and under what circumstances, who I wanted to work with, um, how much I wanted to fill my plate, how to juggle things. Um, it taught me and exposed me to doing my own accounting and doing my own business development and pitching, um, you know, and it was just such a great education and it was difficult at times and building what I'm building now uh, with Good Works has been difficult at times, but it's a learning experience. And so I don't want it to come off as if this was just, you know, a poof, I decided to do this thing overnight and it's great. Um, you know, this is a, a reflection of almost a decade of learning and testing. Um, I, when I started consulting, I did that for about two years and it was shaky, but you know, I learned and grew through it. And then as I uh, took on full-time work, I continued to do it on the side. And so it's something that I've been working at. And um, the idea of uh, what good works could be is something that I've kind of had in the back of my mind for a long time and didn't realize it until I had full opportunity, quarantine, lots of space to think about it and seed spot, you know, that whole process really helping me to refine it. Yeah. So I have to ask the question that I love to ask if your life were a book or a documentary, what would the title be and why? What I would call a book or documentary about my life is The Nudge, mm -hmm. because I feel like so much that I've done and um, so much of where I've I've uh, arrived at at this point is due to listening to that inner voice that nudges you in a direction and sometimes nudges you away from a, a different direction. Um, and so I, I thought about, you know, the themes over my life and I feel like I've learned to respect my intuition and my inner voice and to really heed it, um, to respect the gifts that I feel I was born with and that I can offer the world and uh, not to hide those things, to um, you know, try to share them in every way that I can and to take action based on how I really feel in my heart. So I think that's what I would call it. Yeah, if, if there's a piece of advice that you have for the entrepreneurs in the SeedSpot community and otherwise who are listening, does it relate to that, that uh, title and that why, or is there something else that you'd want to share as a piece of advice for people? Yeah, um, I think the first thing would be tied to the nudge to listen to your intuition. Um, it's usually right. Listen to your gut. And when you feel something, you know, go with it. Um, and the other thing I would say is um, to not be afraid to think about existing systems or innovations. Um, don't don't be afraid to think about them completely independently of what we see and what exists. There are so many systems that have been created um, that we call them broken, but often they're working as they were intended. They just are not inclusive, um, you know, or they aren't um, they aren't equipped for the time that we're in now and for our future. Yeah. And so, um, I would just really challenge those who want to step into entrepreneurship to not be intimidated by the audacity of their ideas, to step into those huge ideas and thoughts that they have, and to know that breaking and completely reinventing the system is where. Um, you know, it's okay to focus there. Don't be intimidated by that. That reform is, you know, kind of old. Let's make things, some new things that the, the future can depend on. Ooh, well, if people want to learn more about uh, how you are reforming the systems, how you're changing the game with good works and otherwise, where can people follow you and connect with you? 
Yeah, I would say that the best place to follow is um, on Instagram. I've got links out to everything else basically from there. Um, that's at Kirsten Nimmo. Um, they can also uh, subscribe to updates on Good Works website, which is good-workswithanx.co. Um, and, you know, I think that, that that's that's where you can keep up. There's a lot going on, but I link most of it to either one of those places. First and foremost, thank you for, for taking the time out and for connecting. And I'm glad people could hear your perspective and, you know, how you really started the year going through something that of course was not that no one wants to be through um, in terms of just being laid off and where you are now and i think you know sometimes it's easy for us to to be defeated i think this year there's a lot that we could potentially be defeated by but one thing that these interviews are teaching me is just how powerful our willpower is and our passion is and how far um, people like you and uh, us as entrepreneurs could go if we have that mindset and that passion and that drive to get it done. But I want I want to give you the chance just as we wrap up to to close us out with any final words of wisdom or anything you want to share with the Seed Spot community, especially. Um, I think the only other thing that's top of mind is just, um, as you mentioned, this moment is so filled with opportunity. So I just really encourage people to take advantage of this time, um, despite the fact that it does seem so challenging. And, you know, given um, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, there was, you know, so much loss and tragedy, and that still continues, unfortunately. Um, but there is a lot of opportunity. There is a silver lining to these shifts and to the changes that are happening. And I feel like this is a, a historical moment. And, you know, most of of us, most of our parents, you know, they haven't gone through a shift on a global scale like this. Um, and so I just feel like there are pockets of opportunity all over the place. And that, um, you know, if there are people listening or in the Seedspot community that have ideas, um, you know, if you feel excited about it, I feel like there's opportunity. So just dig into it and really believe in your, the faith um, that you can have to, to drive your idea forward.